0: And you're listening to my favorite favorite talk show, show, the weekly weekly show with Aditya. This is episode 455 on the 13th of December 2021 as yet another week begins as we come to the close of 2021 but before we go further into this talk show and the discussion for this morning's program let's ask a question that everyone has been asking. Let me answer the question that everyone has been asking What did the weekly show with Sir Aditya tell others? What is good for the goose is good for the candor. And what does this mean? As everyone knows, sports at athletes are judged on their performance which means they're expected to be perfect all the time whether you are a chess player an equestrian player that is someone who rides horses a polo player professional or amateur or otherwise in the world of wrestling professional or amateur or otherwise in the world of combat sport that is martial arts karate kung fu or a combination of all of them you're expected to perform all the time. You're not. You're expected to take the performance up every time. And any drop in performance means you are dropped. You are fired. And But if you work hard, you are selected. So, athletes' livelihood depends on how much they can sustain. And an athlete, when they reach the age of 36, 37, somewhere around that, We see them as individuals who are done with their career. They have varying bodies, injuries. The knees are not performing because you need your knees in every sport. Whether it's football, cricket, hockey, badminton, your knees need to be at their best. You are at a stage where your body is not able to sustain the pressure as demanded by your brain or overall. So, yes, if an athlete, whether he performs for, whether he or she performs for a private organization that is in the professional arena or amateur that is for their countries, which means they have to win gold at every level. Or if the gold is not a criteria, you have to win the championship at every level. Because if you are representing the country, the country's governing bodies have spent fortunes on you, the private governing bodies have spent fortunes on your training, on your diet, on your travels, on your lodgings, on the brand imaging around that particular athlete, so they're expected to perform all the time, any drop in performance and their career may come to an end as fast as it started. But Sports journalists or commentators, sports commentators don't have such a measuring stick. Majority of sports journalists are retired athletes, but it's a 50-50 thing. 50% are retired athletes, 50% are those who have never played the sport, but they have some experience in broadcasting, they have the gift of the gap, not everyone has it, but we presume they have. And they have attained a name in that arena that they have some experience even without playing the sport. So what do these commentators do whether the retired ones or whether in the non-sporting arena those who come from other domains and you presume that they have a gift of the gap they can get away by targeting a few individuals. For example, we have targeted Couple of days ago, a newspaper targeted the badminton pe- player Lakshya saying he is not performing up to the standards. He does his performance has dropped. He's lost out on a lot of badminton opens. He's not reached even the quarterfinals. And it's so easy because you have nothing to lose because these journalists and these commentators know that they can target athletes their bosses or their editors or whoever is recruiting them won't fire them because they come for a price which is even cheaper than an iphone so when you have recruited an individual who is being recruited or contracted for a price which is is even more economical or cheaper than an iphone 12 which doesn't cost a fortune. Why will you let that person go? But they have no measuring stick. They can say anything on the microphone. They may or may not have an experience. At least something is expected from the non-sporting commentators, but they also are so overawed by the situation. They know they will never be fired unless they themselves decide to move on, which is a rarity because once you're hooked, a certain broadcaster even though you have to follow its rules there are no rules i've seen enough whether it's in the world of professional wrestling or amateur wrestling it doesn't matter you can say anything why because you may have been there there is no empathy there is no sympathy there is no oh once upon a time i made similar errors they will never admit that they have never done that because They have this ego brewing up, but that's what irks me. Why isn't there any measuring stick? They are anyways lucky to be recruited the moment they retire. Not everyone goes into broadcasting, but let's say if five sports athletes retire tomorrow, two will go into coaching, two will go into administration and one will go into broadcasting. If they think that administration and coaching is a little complicated and has so much of restrictions. Well, even there, we can debate about restrictions. But that's the way it is. So the one who goes into broadcasting knows that once they are broadcast, once they are recruited by this broadcaster or they are freelance, they can be for one broadcaster one day and another broadcaster another day. But that's for a later debate, so they are recruited or contracted for a certain period, and unless they say something so vile that people oppose, they know they will never be fired, unlike athletes, they don't have a shelf life means even if you are ninety years old and you feel strong enough, all you have to do is sit in front of the microphone, you don't have to go to the studio, you can speak from your own home, although that kind of technology is available today if you are strong enough whether it's in the field of whether it's the radio tv digital or a combination of all that's what you can do you can say things from your home and they get away with it it's so easy there is cognitive bias all around we often go after athletes for reckless short selection whether it's whether a footballer misses the goal by an inch or a team gives away penalty corner and then is not able to save the penalty corner or the same team secures a penalty corner but is not able to take advantage of that. We say they miss by an inch or there was some poor planning blah 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 so reckless short selection I think there is reckless word selection. We saw what happened in the world championship, 20-over world championship, where they went after certain players. Right now also they are just going after them like pack of hounds and they have no regrets because they think they have the freedom of expression. If that's the case, then I also have the freedom of expression to say that there is cognitive bias. The current contemporary group of commentators and journalists pertaining to a few sports there are a few sports where they are a, where they are a little mature, or they don't care about the past, or they don't hype on what they did, or they don't hype on oh the players of the past were so good, they were flawless. This, that, blah, blah, blah. Nobody wants to hear that nonsense, but they go on. It's the most incompetent group. They're spoiled brats. They don't have to work for a day. We say that athletes are spoiled brats because they get everything at the taxpayer's expense. The governing body, private or public invests in them and they go and they, they're also involved in branding and advertisement and commercial. We often say that athletes are spoiled brats. Athletes are not the only spoiled brat in the world of sports. The commentators The journalists are equally spoiled brats. We say they have a deadline. It doesn't matter. If I have to describe a football match, I don't have to... Even if I don't know too many keywords or too many jargons, it doesn't matter. Even if India loses 2-1, I will still say. Even if there's bias. India did well. They lost by a margin of 2-1. But the way they performed, the way they attacked the opposition's goal was something worthy this lot will say no they were poor they were pathetic because they lost even if it's a 2-1 margin it's not a big margin but that's the way things are just like players have a shelf life that is around 36 37 amateur players not in the professional world that's a different story let's not even go there because they have a different thought process of what is a shelf life even commentators journalists should have a shelf life. We should say, okay, you have been doing this for 18 years, but you haven't moved on. You're still stuck to some oldies who have retired, who have moved on, and don't even care what's happening. We still are concerned about what players who played 40 years ago and are not doing much, not much of a contribution, or may have contributed, say, because I've... I mean, yeah, we still are obsessed with the 80s and 90s in every way anyway. The obsession with the 70s, 80s, 90s doesn't go away. Everywhere you see the retro 80s, the retro 90s, the retro 70s continues in the non-sporting world and it continues in the sporting world because of limited television coverage, because of tough rules. Things weren't easy, supposedly easy as they are today. Well, I don't agree with that. The thing is, if the athletes of the 70s and 80s made errors, so will the athletes of the contemporary times. But we will give them a pass that the athletes of 70s, 80s faced tough opposition. Now the opposition is not as tough. Well, opposition for one team is the players is the home team for the other. So no, it's it depends on the situation. So what we need is a fresh batch of well-trained commentators and good writers. And even if a team doesn't perform well, even if they are an NPA, non-performing assets, we have to be smart in how we say the performance was bad. Okay, they performed bad. They did not live up to the expectation, but we can't expect them to be a 100% all the time nobody is and nobody can be 100% all the time that's the nature of the sport no sport can expect the athlete to be 100% all the time but that's what the irony of this whole situation is and talking about the obsession with the 70s and 80s for me as far as the hall of famers go who is passing the likes of Pele, Maradona, Djokovic, Nadal and his contemporaries and federer they are done, they are passe, it's time to forget them. They did their job, they won, but we all know sports athletes never do it for the country. There is no nationalism involved, there is no patriotism involved. Even if a sport athlete plays for their country, their only concern is to earn a livelihood for themselves, just as it is for the commentators and the retired players turn commentators they do it for livelihood and they know they can get away by saying anything and they will never be fired at least i've never heard of an of a commentator being fired for saying things which okay there is freedom of expression but there's a limit to freedom of expression because for me for now i mean i'm not saying that Non-Indian sports journalists are perfect. Everyone is obsessed with something. But I'll focus on Indian sports journalists and Indian commentators. For From me, they get minus 1 out of 10. If they can rate the players, I can rate them. Do they need a, a measuring stick? Yes. And do they need to go through some kind of training as they went when they were players and they were judged on how they performed, whether in the domestic setup or in the international setup? Yes, which means every retired sport commentator has to compulsorily first do some non-televised games which will be scrutinized. Who will scrutinize them? Who will be the recruits? I don't know. Maybe they should have me scrutinize them. I'll tell who should be selected. They shouldn't be immediately fast track to an international game if we can criticize the governing body for fast tracking an athlete to an international game without giving him the necessary experience of playing at the domestic level school level or district level for the commentators also they have to go through this well you can say it's a win-win thing well if an athlete doesn't perform well at school so many athletes may have lost out on good sporting careers because According to a few experts, I'll question these experts, they did not do well at the school level and the district level and beyond. So, no, it's it's a balance. You have to balance. You can't have one thing skewed in favor of the other. And then, as always, they're spoiled brats. As I said, athletes are not the only spoiled brats. Athletes get all the... Amenities, so do these commentators. They don't have to worry about the food, the lodging, the transportation, and just for saying a few words, they earn good, which is fine, they all deserve, but then it's the same thing. What is good for the goose is good for the gander. And as I said, it's time to forget the likes of Pele and Maradona and Djokovic. They did their job when they were supposed to do. They've done their job, there's no point saying okay they were good. It's not as if these individuals never made a mistake. We presume that a Pele, a Maradona, okay you have won championships for your country, but it doesn't mean that you, were, you never erred, you never made mistakes, you never failed to score a goal. You can't be 100% all the time, so we can't expect that. And then DTG, everyone knows who DTG is and players from every other sport. That's the way things are. So who are the Hall of Famers for the next two decades? Remember Manpreet Singh, right now in hockey, I've seen him play. And I had the right to say that he is one of the top performers in hockey. Along with his contemporaries, Harman Preet Singh, Dilpreet Singh, Jamanpreet Preet Singh. But he will be in the Hall of Famers. As Priyam Gar who is being ignored, he was the part of the 2020 junior world cup in cricket and there are a lot and his contemporaries in abhishek sharma and others so it's just a matter of and a lot of others lakshay sen top badminton player kandambi shrie khan is retired but a decent player and pv sindhu we we have already been obsessed with the likes of pv sindhu there's no use talking about them but that's the way things are and then here's a surprise for everyone, this is just a short list. There's a long list, but I thought I'll just keep it limited so that we can. So that if anyone has anything to add, they can add. So who will be where after 10 years? Well, if 10 years you had told someone that a certain Ganguly will be the chairperson of the Indian Cricket Board, people would have said, that, "Does it deserve it? Does he have the pedigree? Does he have the administrative skills?" You would have said, "No." 10 years ago, 12 years ago, you would have said, no, but he is there. So for me, P.H. Srijesh, he has that administrative skill and he is a goalkeeper. So he can be the goalkeeper of the administrative side. You may see him as a chairperson of the Hockey Federation or Hockey India. And don't be surprised if a decade from now, Virat Kohli could be the next chairperson or president of the Indian Cricket Board. Of course, a few people will be shocked. How is that possible? Well, the same way, the current chairperson, whenever his term ends, it ends. You would have been surprised if you would have known he would be the next chairperson of the Indian cricket board or the president or the CEO or whatever. And then Rahane, I see him as a coach of the team. Of course, Rahane is being, is being targeted for not making runs for having an average of 20, Well, I think an average journalist and an average commentator can't talk about a player's average because they themselves are so average that they have no right to average on another player's average. So I see Rahane as a coach of the team, I see someone like Harmanpreet Singh from Hockey, as the coach of the Hockey team, I see Pujara in commentary, don't be surprised, why not? look at the current group of commentators what pedigree do they have what do they say which is special can he do it well the current group they don't have anything special they just repeat the same things 20,000 times that's my prediction in the next 10 years I even see a Chopra as a coach so some will say Neeraj Chopra is only 23 well, he's in a sport where you exercise, where you use a lot of your shoulders, your knees, your quads and by the time he's is 33, 34, he will feel the pressure. He may think it's time to call it a day and that's how things will be. So he could go into coaching or he could go into some other profession, but it's either administrative or coaching. He doesn't have the commentary pedigree from what I know. But that's what this is. It will shock a few individuals which I really don't care about. But that's my prediction. It may not come true. It could be 15 years. But this is what it is. I even see PB Sindhu somewhere in the administrative field or maybe a sports minister. Some decent person as a sports minister. So you never know what kind of surprise is coming your way. Of course, PB Sindhu is 26. But then badminton, tennis... Hockey are such sports where the effort required to go through the motions is such that by the time you reach a certain age, 36 is young, 36 is not even old, 36 is where you start your career in other fields. And you're still there, though there is some kind of age bias, especially here when we say only till 30 or between 17 and 30, the age bias will always continue. If you are 34, you're expected to be a millionaire by now. You're expected to do certain things, which I disagree. I disagree with the age bias that's coming out. That if you're 34, you can't participate in competitions. You think that till 30, you are youth and 34, you have a bit of flex on your beard. That's absolute nonsense. I'm not going into that debate, but that's what it is. And that's my prediction. And there are a few other players. There's a blank slide here. If you want to add, you can add. But let's move on to something even more interesting. So the Ashes test, despite broadcaster issues, rain issues, what were the broadcaster issues? The noble technology malfunction, there was a power outage. I didn't see it because by the time I woke up on day four, I woke up. 60 minutes after the match started so i may have missed the half an hour power blow up but that can happen it can happen anywhere but then we expect countries like australia england to be perfect not even to have any kind of technological fault it can happen so this is how the match went england who were 2 for 220 on day 3 one thought wow what a comeback what a revival this that blah 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 And then what happens? They lose 8 wickets for 70 odd runs. Australia need 20 runs to win. They chase it down. And then of course team selection and certain players not performing up to levels. And the captain taking blame. When has that ever happened? And everyone saying England has no chance of winning this tournament. A few so-called experts making the same classical mistake by saying australia will win this 5-0 and so so many predictions coming through well exactly 12 months ago when india were bowled out for 36 which i wasn't shocked it was just the way things were everyone said four zero. what happens india goes on to win 2-1 so i look at this series as 2 all. i or in favor of one team but i don't see a 5-0 result because i don't want to be so ruthless yes australia did well but they have chinks in their armor and one can question the absence of a certain broad and anderson and everybody but you can only select 11 players it doesn't matter who you select those who miss out you will miss them because the grass is always greener on the other side those who are playing it's 10-45. If they don't perform up to expected levels, then those who miss out because we have created a halo around Anderson Broad who have been doing this for 16 odd years, oh, we missed out. Unlike hockey where they could have been substituted, you cannot substitute them. So, of course, the rules are also to play a part in this. Whether they were injured, they were not fit enough, or playing five matches without a break is... Too much for them, that's something we can debate on. But I don't see a five zero result and if anyone is written that, that's a huge mistake. And now let's take a short break. <laughs> With this, stay tuned for the next episode and this ends episode number 455 on the 13th of December 2021. Stay tuned for the next episode. For more, for more awesome more content, tune in to the next episode of the VK Show. <laughs> While you wait for the next episode, add these books to your must-read books column. I repeat once again, add these books to your must-read books column.